Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Thursday. I hope the week is treating you well. Today is a Notes from Therapy episode where I share with you takeaways from my personal therapy or other things that are pouring into my life at the moment. And today we are talking about trauma. So before we dive in today, I want to give you permission to take a break from this one. If it's not going to serve you to discuss trauma, maybe skip today's episode. We're going to talk about the book, What My Bones Know, as it relates to CPTSD, Complex Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder, and particularly my major takeaways from it. So I started this book and I noticed myself gearing up to be disappointed with it. I've read a lot of trauma books in my day, and there are just a few things that don't sit well with me when I read them, and I was kind of waiting for that to happen, and spoiler alert, they did not. So I was really pleasantly surprised, but I do think it would be a good place for us to start what I was concerned would happen, how it didn't happen, and then we'll move into my major takeaways. So I was concerned that she would recommend EMDR therapy. If you haven't heard of EMDR, it is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And it's a form of psychotherapy that is kind of controversial within the psychological community. It was developed by Francine Shapiro in 1987 and was originally designed to alleviate the distress associated with traumatic memories such as PTSD. Now, I don't have a problem personally with EMDR. It's just that most trauma books or most trauma things that you learn, things you learn about trauma, they recommend this one specific type of therapy. And it's like, that's the cure. And personally, I have tried this and I've had friends who have tried it. I didn't enjoy it very personally. Maybe I will try again and I will change my mind. But for me, it just, it wasn't quite it. But I have had friends who have tried it, who stand by it, who love it. The Body Keeps the Score recommends it. It's highly recommended. And personally, it was not, it wasn't for me. So I was worried that would be her big takeaway from the book because sometimes with trauma books, that is the big takeaway. And I didn't want that to be the case. Second, I was worried she'd present like this story of complete healing where I had trauma and then now I'm cured. That is something that I am very skeptical of. I am personally of the belief that we don't perfectly heal our trauma. It's more like 
something we're in relationship to forever and we get to be in a healthier and healthier relationship to it over time as we do our, our work. But the idea of it completely being gone, I think is, I don't find personally hopeful. I find that to be actually pretty, it feels, I don't trust it. <laughs> I think that's the easiest way to say it. Third, I was concerned she would not talk about systems and structures that play into trauma and healing of trauma. I was worried she would, it would be a story of her isolated experience, but it was actually quite the opposite of that. Finally, in the beginning of the book, she says, don't worry, there's a happy ending. And I was really concerned that the happy ending was going to be, and now someone loves me, like her finding someone who loved her would be like the the happy ending to a story about her trauma. I started to get kind of concerned about that toward the end of the book, but that did not end up being the case. Thank goodness. Now, one of the major takeaways that I had was actually hearing her talk specifically about her community and the generational trauma surrounding it. She's first generation American and the way she explores this was actually very eye-opening and I think one of the more important conversations we could be having right now as a society, or especially if you are in that community, I think it would be incredibly meaningful to read. I, you know, I felt like I was an outsider in that conversation, but that I was learning something that would aid in the way that I understand the world and other people. Now, in terms of my takeaways, in terms for me personally, the first one was about triggers for CPTSD versus PTSD. So if you don't know, PTSD is is diagnosed around an isolated event. Maybe you have a car crash or you go to war or you have, you know, one singular traumatizing major event. CPTSD is more about a long series of smaller or even larger events, but like a long, an extended period of time with lots of traumatic experiences. Now, with that, we think about triggers as being more so what we understand with PTSD. And I'm going to try and explain it the way she did in the book a little bit. So she talked about if you are in a car accident and there's a Krispy Kreme nearby, your brain may not fully understand what was the traumatic thing and your body might hold a fear of the Krispy Kreme, even though that's not what caused you harm. But it's like your mind is associating that with the trauma that you experienced. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
so when you're healing or working through growing and getting better in, in PTSD through that car crash, they may work on exposure to Krispy Kreme as a healing point to open you up to growth. Now, the tricky thing here with CPTSD is that because it might have been years of your life or all of your childhood, there are, um, it's it's almost a never-ending trigger because there's just so many different experiences and your brain is associating everything around those experiences with your pain. And so for me personally, this was really helpful because I, it just helped me to understand myself a little bit more in terms of how I might respond to certain things, right? To be like, okay, I'm feeling a little cagey here. There's probably something (laughs) related to my childhood. I don't necessarily have to unpack that all right now, you know, or right in the moment, but I can hold compassion for myself and say, yeah, maybe there's something here for me and I don't have to make any formal decisions about what that looks like right now. But I can choose expansion in the moments where I feel like I want to choose contraction because in this moment I am safe even though, yes, maybe my body or my brain feels afraid, I can choose to step into it anyway because I know that in this moment I am okay. Second was the prioritization of meditation and mindfulness. And what I really liked about the way that she talked about it is that these are tools that make it so much more manageable to be someone with CPTSD. It makes life a lot easier. It's it's extremely supportive and I have definitely found that to be the case for myself. Yoga especially and meditation and practicing mindfulness have all been incredible tools and they are definitely tools that you can use, but they are not always perfectly usable and that is also okay. Sometimes we will not have time <laughs> for meditation and mindfulness, or sometimes we will neglect it, or sometimes we will feel like it's not supporting us the way that we want or need. And all of that is okay. And and you aren't a failure if you're not perfect in your meditation and mindfulness practices, which I think sometimes if you're like, I know some tools that help me, but I'm not using those tools, you can turn that in on yourself. And I think this is, this book did a great job of expressing how you perfectionism can be kind of a result of CPTSD and childhood trauma, how that aggressive ambition and and aggressive fixing of yourself can also be a symptom of triggers and things like that. So allowing meditation and mindfulness to be a support, but not feeling like a failure when you don't use them. And then my final takeaway here was that her happy ending was about taking steps to get stronger and to be more vulnerable. So she doesn't present a perfect solution of, okay, I did EMDR therapy and then I was healed. Instead, she presents a relationship. I got stronger. I healed. I got healthier in my relationship. I took risks in vulnerability and I allowed myself to be loved in response. And that is everything that I believe when it comes to any kind of growth, whether that's trauma or Enneagram work. Oftentimes those things are inextricably linked. But when you're doing any kind of growth work, not doing it in pursuit of the destination, of the end goal of 
never having to do this work again. Instead, see it as a relationship that you're in with yourself that you create, you intentionally make healthier and healthier as time goes on. And I just want to say if you are someone who has childhood trauma or if you love someone with childhood trauma, this book was a really great companion to me and maybe it will be for you too. Again, this book is called What My Bones Know by Stephanie Fu. So thank you all so much for being here. Thanks for having this chat with me. And I hope you check that book out. I hope it's a support to you as well. As always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.